The following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints held by the podcasters that do not necessarily reflect the opinions or viewpoints of potential sponsors or third-party hosts. Any content provided by our podcasters or of their opinion are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy! This is the three-episode podcast. Welcome, folks. Justin, uh, away. Yeah. Uh, as John said, uh, welcome to another episode of the Three Episode Podcast. We're uh, continuing our franchises trio, uh, talking about some famous franchises. Uh, we talked about sci-fi last week, so that was like Star Trek and Star Wars. Uh, we're going to follow it up this week with some action ones, which is James Bond, and uh, we're going to talk about some Riddick tonight, uh, that kind of stuff. So uh, without further ado, I am your host, Justin. Uh, joining me as usual is uh, my brother, Ryan, who's Diesel's agent. <laughs> uh, we have Steve-on, uh, who missed us last week. Good morning. Steve-on? Yes. Is this, is this like Steve-on's Steve awkward cousin? No, he is I mean, Steve-on. I don't want to talk about that, but yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have John. Hey, folks. I'm drinking wine tonight because I'm a classy bitch. <laughs> And then, John, do you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, so this is a really awesome streamer friend of mine, and I'm so excited to have met her like four or so months ago, I think it is now. Um, but this is Laura. She's a sweetheart. And after this, at the very end of the show, we're going to tell you where to find her on Twitch. Yes. Hey, oh, I love it. Thanks for the shout out. Uh, <laughs> I'm also drinking wine. Uh, you I can just may- drink it right from the bottle. I've done it I before, mean, too. I could. I could. You're right. Why dirty a glass, right? Because yeah, I'm not a class. Less dishes. I'm just the bitch part, not the classy part. Nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> You're a sassy. <laughs> um, so, so the way we're going to do this, and the way that we were doing it last time, is we're going to do, we're going to talk about a movie franchise. Um, we're going to talk about uh, how successful the franchise is. Um, how many bad films they about films or movie parts they are TV parts they had versus good, um, and whether it's still an active franchise or it's dead. Uh, so that's how we're going to do it. Um, we're going to start off with Bond because well, this is one. Justin, before we go any further, should we define dead at the moment? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So if we wanted to define dead, it's it's how long since they've had you know, any kind of, sorry, successful thing come out. Uh, So how long, we'll say maybe five years. Successful should be a qualifier because we all agree that the last two Terminator films were hot dog shit, but I mean, they kept the the series going a little bit. Right. Yeah. So let's just, let's just make it a quantifier of how long ago the last thing came out. Okay. How about this? No current projects. Well, no, because at the moment, I mean, there's no current Iron Man projects, but there's still yeah. like things. Well, there's Armor Wars. Shut up. Never mind. But like, you know, I don't think that would kind of relate to the in-universe type situation. So let's just let's keep it vague for now and we'll get into it later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me turn that label away from the camera because we're not sponsored by Gatorade. Um, yeah, um, you know what else we're not sponsored by? <laughs> High Limb Cidery, Val. Yeah. That's for later. <laughs> it was not even on. Um, okay, so let's start off with some Bond. Uh, so Bond is a, a very successful franchise. Um, I forgot to grab how many films they have, uh, but Bond has a lot of films. Um, what, is there any TV uh, spinoffs? I, I know there's video games. 
Um, TV, is, TV series? Yes, TV series. Is, is there any anything TV-wise for Bond that I'm like totally blanking on? I don't think so. And you know what? Honestly, that's really shocking to me the more I think about it because it's it wouldn't be a hard thing to do as a TV show nowadays. No. Like, I could totally see HBO, like, picking it up and being like, okay, we're going to do, like, a six-episode, 12-episode James Bond movie. And You know what, you know what trailer's going to drop next week now, right? Yeah. Because yeah. HBO's doing everything. Now, there's a trailer's going to drop next week now that you've said that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, so there's 24 official uh, James, Bond, um, James Bond movies. Uh, how many wait, good ones wait, and how many wait. bad ones... Yep. There's how many? 24. 24. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. So there's 24 giant James Bond films. Um, a lot of them are older films. Um, I mean, we have Connor, Connolly, Connery, uh, Connor, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Connery, Sean Niven, Connery. Lazenby, Moore, Dalton, uh, Brazen, and then mm. Craig. Love Brazen. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Pierce Brazen is probably my favorite. Um <clears throat> He's mine but too. let's let's just talk about like good versus bad. How many good films versus bad films? How many of those films have you seen? How many of them do you think are good? Now, here's where it gets iffy because I have the fondest memories of some of the original ones. Like uh, um, uh, Goldfinger is my absolute favorite because that's the one that is the heist on um, on Fort Knox. Fort Knox, yeah, right. And it's the it becomes the joke in Austin Powers later on with Goldmember. Yeah. Um, but I mean, looking at the the more recent ones, like I genuinely dislike all of the Daniel Craig films. Why? Good. Okay, tell me why. Good. See. <laughs> um, I'll get into that in a second, but I mean, the one like the other ones that I'm you know, on the fence about, like, I like two of the four Pierce Brosnan films. Which ones? uh, I like Goldeneye a lot. Well, Well, of course. Um, And that's because I, uh, you know, grew up with the N64 game that your mother used to not let me bring over to your house. Yeah. Love you, Mom. Um, and I, I like the the last one he did, the uh, the one with the the dude with the diamonds in his face and all that. Yep, yep. I didn't uh, like World uh, is I not like enough. World is not world enough. Is not I didn't enough. like Tomorrow Never Dies. No, yeah. World is not enough is the diamond face, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, world is no. not enough is the diamond face. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Hang on, let me just double check this. <laughs> I'm almost 100 percent certain it is. I another day was the was the one with the diamonds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that, was the one with Halle Berry. that was that was also yeah with Halle Berry when she comes out of the ocean. She yeah. Just comes oh. out of the fucking ocean. Oh, yes. is that why you like it? Yeah, it's a part of it. Very good part of it. It's a very good part of it. <laughs> Keep in mind, like that came out in like early two. That, actually, that came out about the same time as Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers came out. Oh, yeah. yep. I mean, never mind. I'm not gonna go you into my. You say it. I will drive down there and slap <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Connecticut this weekend. I'll kick your ass then. Like, I'm not gonna go just, into it. Just, just send me what you want to say, and I'll say it. I don't, I don't feel bad. <laughs> Dude, I'll drive down and be, I'll burn. No, you know what, Steve? I'll burn your fucking house down. Oh, <laughs> I believe um, it. At least I have. At least um, I have that now on film, so thank you. 
Yep. But I mean, like the the classic Bond films are, you know, the ones with uh, um, uh, Roger Moore and Sean Connery are considered the best of the best for that whole series. Right. Um, and it's it's all in the eye of the beholder. I mean, the 007 Days of Christmas was one of my favorite things growing up, and it used to piss off my mother all the time because my, me and my dad, it was the one time we can win the uh, the controller wars when we worked together. Aw. <laughs> so sweet, so touching. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you I mean, a Christmas movie. As far as successful, I, I guess it's, it's all in the, you know, the taste of whoever, because I, I like Daniel Craig's movies. Um, I'm, I'm going to say the two, two out of three that he's done so far. He's um, done four, I thought, though. Is it four that he's done? Because uh, there was, there was, oh, Casino oh, Royale, yes, Quantum this is of Solace, four. Skyfall was right. the third. Okay. Casino Royale, Quantum Spectre of Solace, Skyfall, out. Spectre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Casino Royale, I liked. Uh, Quantum of Solace was okay. Skyfall, I liked because the villain was amazing. And then mm-hmm. Spectre was kind of boring. I didn't like Spectre. Um, so that's how I feel about the Daniel Craig. But I still like him as Bond. I still think he brings like a certain certain I don't know thing to Bond. We'll see what No Time to Die is. Um, Pierce Brosnan is definitely my favorite. Uh, you know, with Goldeneye, uh, let's see, Goldeneye Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, and Die Another Day. So he did four. To, Gold, to, I, to I think I agree with perspective, you. Tomorrow, excuse me, The World Is Not Enough, which I think was his second one, the first one right after Goldeneye, yep. um, came out right around the same time as the Titanic film. Yeah, 1999. Yep. I, that was my first Bond film in theater. Oh. Okay. It was also my last Bond film in theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Die Another Day is the one that's famous for, uh, basically, they called it James Bond jumping the shark. Yeah. Um, oh, because absolutely. the amount of Because the amount of CGI and shit that was used in yep. it. Like the, they, the they had of- the invisible cars in it. They had um, the space laser. They had yep. um, the hovercrafts mm-hmm. at the beginning. They had a, an Asian man who became a white British man who doesn't have to sleep. Like there was so much dumb shit in that film that it really was more of like a sci-fi action film. But see, yeah. no, no, it's not. That is good. That is the formula for good James Bond. That's why you don't like Daniel Craig movies. Deep down, no, that's why you don't I, like. I can defend why I don't like Daniel Craig. It's because the yeah. the films themselves bore me. But Just like how Justin doesn't like the Lord of the Rings, I do not like Daniel Craig, yeah. I, or Daniel Craig's four films. Like the first one, I kind of like because I I get it where it's going. Like it's a new James Bond. He's just assumed the mantle, things like that. And then after that it just becomes generic action film, just like the Born Identity did. Right. Yeah. The first okay. one was cool because he has no memory of who he is. He's piecing it all together. We'll, we'll, we'll and, get that. That's, oh, that's no, like I'm, number, just, I'm, I'm that's building a parallel down. for later. Okay. And then after that, it's I'm a super soldier with a gun and I'm, I play Call of Duty once in my life and I can't die. Like, uh, I'm going to disagree with you when we get to Born about that because I, I have my own feelings about the Born franchise. Um, but as far as James Bond, what about the older ones? How do you guys feel about the older ones? Like Sean Connery and what my, my problem with the Daniel Craig ones and why I think they feel so boring, why they feel so out of, out of touch is because the old ones had that 
like slight bit of camp in it. Even the book, the books have slight bit of camp in it. Of it's like a little bit more. They're not trying to be realistic. They're trying to be more than realistic. Even Sean Connery had a fucking jetpack at one point. Yep. You know. Yeah. And, so, and the other great one is the 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 it's that classic one. I think it was Moonraker where they're like in the desert and he like escapes yeah. in like a Mars Rover. Like it's yeah. so outlandish, but it's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's good. It makes it interesting. It's yeah. like, oh, if I was a super spy, I would have to deal with super weird situations. Mm -hmm. And then you go to the Daniel Craig movies and it's just like, no, it's that's like real spy shit. Yeah, it's, it's too close to reality. Except for, I guess, uh, the, was it Spectre or the the one where he ends up with like M at the end, like he's explain, explaining who he is and stuff like that with her in the house and shit. Um, no, that's Skyfall. You're talking about Skyfall. Skyfall. That's the one that had what's his name as the bad guy, and he yeah. plays. He, in my opinion, he's one of the best Bond villains. Yeah, that they've ever had. Yeah. So we've been trying to talk about the classic ones for a while. We're gonna gloss over the racism because we, yeah. or the sexism, yeah. or the you know, I no, I mean, I try to look at things as a work of art for the time period they were. Okay, and it's, it's it's not an excuse, but you know, and somebody out there in the internet world can write me a nasty letter. It's John Rivniak at GoFuckYourself.com, <laughs> um, but. I mean, like the 19, I think it was like the 1950s and 60s when these were initially written, like it was it like the world was a boys club. There there were no, it, it's how it was. And I don't like to say it that way, but it's true. Um, and GoldenEye has like one of the strongest female, like oh, one absolutely. of the- and and in the the next one, Lucy Liu is probably the second strongest female characters yeah. I've you know we we see because she's an actual like China I think it was Chinese spy. But yeah. will we but, would we call the ones with Pierce Brosnan like would he be one of the classics or is he no, more toward, no, he's more I'm towards saying. the new like, ones? The, the right. ones from like the early '60s, like the Sean Connery oh, yeah. and the Roger yeah. Moore films, are a product of a time period when. Yeah misogyny and bullshit like that was prevalent and widely accepted. I mean, it's common yeah. in a lot of things from then, like yeah. Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, mm -hmm. yeah. all of that. But I, I think there's that, not one keep... single woman on this journey. Um, what about me? No, like lost your I think the one big difference. I need to step away. I'll be right back is when, I've never thought about that until this moment. There's not a single woman on the whole journey. <laughs> on the journey, no, but you've got Arwen, you've got uh, Galadriel. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of female characters. Yeah. It's just that in the actual fellowship, it's a group when of When they men needed somebody to save the world, they didn't call any women. No. And that's why, like, as a girl, like, reading those books, like, and then watching James Bond, like, you know, it's like a lot of like, wait a minute, <laughs> there's no girls. And then when there are women, it's Halle Berry coming out of water, half naked. No, no. And then it's later on, GoldenEye, GoldenEye has two very strong female characters in it. You have the Bond girl of it. Is it really, really like a Bond girl? It's the girl from the radar station. Yeah, and Natalia, she's like badass uh, because... She's like always surviving and shit. 
But then you also have the Russian spy woman who literally kills men by making them eat her out and then squishes their faces and kills them. Like, attempts to kill Bond that like way. Mortal, it's like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, like, this is like the whole <laughs> thing that thighs. she does. She's like, oh, it's great. Um, but yeah, and then, and, and like the Daniel Craig movies are just like, it kind of goes back to the misogyny a lot. Like, it's just yeah. like, oh, that's the damsel in distress that Bond cares about. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, well, the, yeah, because they use that to their advantage in the, in the newer ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I would also say that with the classic, like, with the classic James Bond movies, that Sean yeah. Connery is probably the top one. Anytime I've talked yeah. to people about James Bond, they're like, they love Sean Connery. Yep. So I'm actually yeah. really happy that like <laughs> sitting here, Justin agrees that he loves Pierce Brosnan. Like he's, yeah. that's my favorite. The, the yeah. thing is though, is that the Sean Connery ones, like if I go down the list, the first one was Dr. No, which was an absolute classic from Russia with love, Goldfinger, which I said was my favorite, but that's the third mm -hmm. one on the list. Um, and then after that, his last film was You Only Live Twice, which was, again, it was good, but you know, it kind of happened. And then George Lazenby only gets one and it's so forgettable and so boring. It's all, I'm thinking, I think that's the one that he only gets one shot at it and that's all they gave him. And well, then after that, they basically tried Roger to make Moore a comedy. For, what's that? They basically tried to make a comedy. That's yeah, I think why. That's what it was. So it was. It was too much camp for you. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Roger Moore takes over in 1973 after Sean Connery does Diamonds Are Forever in 1971 because they're like, we gotta recuperate from this. And Roger Moore was our James Bond until 1985 with A View to Kill. Yeah. Is A View to Kill where his wife gets killed? Bond's wife gets killed? Uh, let me double check. Google's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen like four James Bond movies. Which four, Steve? Oh, hell if I know. Oh. <laughs> which which one? One of my favorite ones is the one with the um, giant satellite dish. And yes. it's in- GoldenEye. Uh, well, that's right, GoldenEye? So that's no, GoldenEye. Because there's like four of those at this point. There's- Wait, it's the one from Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's GoldenEye. GoldenEye. That's GoldenEye. Okay. They go to Cuba and that's where Sean yeah. Bean dies. Cause that's yeah. one of my Spoiler favorite ones because I've, personally have been there and I was like oh they're, they're they got my home my home my Puerto Rico and and a James Bond movie like that's so cool <laughs> they, you know that 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 uh that it got destroyed my yeah right? yeah yeah a lot of things did <laughs> there's yeah yeah <laughs> Here, let me kill some time while Justin's out and about. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're, we the the premise of this whole tr of this trio was like the universe itself. Do you, Ryan and Steve and Laura and not Justin because you're not there, um, think that the video games have helped add on to that? Not really. No. They, they made one real attempt to add on like a unique Bond story, and that was with the PS2 title. Um, oh God, I can't remember what the actual- Was it the, the one game? that had like the helicopter in the uh, in the trailer? 
It had the helicopter in the trailer and the it had its own Bond song and everything like that. And it was all about a space laser also. Um, space but this one was like red. It was a weird thing. So I guess the, the reason I asked that question is because I have very fond memories of two 007 games. Yeah. Agent Under Fire and Nightfire. And I very, you know, easily remember playing at least one of those with you, Ryan, on... I think it was Nightfire. It was it was the one that it had the one map that it was a ski slope. Yep. And you used to sit, sit at either the top or the bottom, and yep. they had remote control helicopters. Yep. You get in the remote control helicopter, try to kill the other person yep. before they killed you. Yes, that's exactly... Yes, Nightfire is is the one that that's the one that had its own uh, storyline and everything like that. That was unique from the from the movies. But same with Agent Under Fire because yeah, I remember that one too. Is there was a ton that we just kind of you know we we look back at these things now and I don't remember the the story for most of the games that I've ever played. But then I go back and I think about the games that I had like a fond memory of and I go, what was the story of that? And I go, oh yeah, you had to stop X, Y, or Z. And it's like, that's yeah. that's all there was to it. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot going off on a tangent. There's a lot of games that like, I only remember the main storyline vaguely. Like Halo is like, mm-hmm. oh, you're on it. You're on a Halo. Mm-hmm. And there's bad aliens here, and you're trying to figure out what's going on, and stuff happens. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but that's, I, yes, that's the storyline from the beginning to the end, like every single game. Except I for- thought I thought Halo was super boring for that reason. It was just like the same thing over and over. And I'm like, for a storyline video game, this really doesn't have a giant. No, it doesn't. It. It's got good music. It's got a it, it does. Yeah. It does. Just, it's got, just like James Bond, it has great music. Yes. It's got a great story. It's got a great that storyline. It's got a great multiplayer, but that's about it. I I I, I don't know. The first I was always a Killzone met. person. I love Killzone. Killzone really should have done better than it did. I loved it. It was great. And then it died. Whatever. Hi Kitty. Oh. Well, oh, yes. I mean, so let's transition from there, Ryan, because that yeah. was, I was going to try to bring us into something different. And then we got into Halo, which I'm totally cool with. But let's keep <laughs> the space theme for a moment. Yeah. And let's talk about Riddick. OK. Yes. Let's talk about Vin Diesel, because uh, he's going to be on. He's going to be a bit in this this uh, show tonight alone. I love um, it. Do you? I mean, Laura, I'm pretty sure you know, but do you folks know how many actual Riddick films there are? There are Four. five. I believe in you guys. Let's see. The first three, and then they made two more, so five. Officially, there's four. Yeah, there's four. Um, we have yeah. Pitch Black in 2000, Chronicles of Riddick, um, then there's Dark Fury, which was actually an animated film. Yep. I fucking loved it. It's fucking amazing if you haven't seen yes. it. And then it we just good. got Riddick 2013. But I do yeah. remember, or I, I should say I vaguely remember there being several comic books. 
Yes. Several video games. Yes. You know, Escape from Escape from Butcher Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then yes. um, you know, and again, we've talked about this before or, or this series before too, of like the the kind of fucked up planets and stuff that are on that series. I mean, we talked about this a lot in the, one of the last trios, but in your opinions, you know, where do we fall on that? I mean, did it have better good films than bad films or? Uh, I would say yes. Yes. I, I would say the only bad movie is the newest bad, the newest movie. I mean, Chronicles of Riddick itself is like, I know. <laughs> It's hokey, but it's still fucking great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see the newest one as just a remake of the original one plus a dog. Yeah. That's pretty but much what it really it, was. It, it felt fucking pointless. The whole movie felt fucking pointless because you have like this really cool universe set up in Chronicles of Riddick mm-hmm. and Dark Fury um, that there was more going on in this universe, that there was the Furians and there was like the, the, I can't remember what their names, the people that were, that he became like the head of and stuff like that. Huh? The Necromongers. The Necromongers. And there was magic in the universe with the, with the Windwalker. Elementals. Played by Dame Judi Dent. So she's keeping herself in this, in this speech for a little bit. Yeah. And instead they go back to the first movie and it's just, it was, it was just the dumbest thing because they could have like expanded that universe out so much more, like explain the fury in war- wars and explain like all these things. Um, they could have even, if they had made a live action movie of Dark Fury, I would have accepted it as a good thing because yeah. Dark Fury is fucking amazing, but most of it can only be done in animation because of like the massive monsters and shit that are in it. Um, but I, I feel like if they really wanted to, Chronicles of Riddick could have been a continued story, but it's just didn't have good enough box office. And I'm very disappointed in that shit. No, they, they really did try to just remake the first one and just yeah. add a twist to it, which yeah. was their downfall for that movie. Yeah. I mean, I even like you couldn't even replace Vinny D as the main character at this point or anything like that. You couldn't like everybody. Okay, there's no way you could, you, there's no way you could go into this universe without Vinny D. So no. I misheard he, you at first. I thought you said like you could, and I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no because he is the last Furian. So it doesn't make any sense. Yep. Yeah. And, and the other thing that kind of sucks is, you know, speaking of Vin Diesel, I mean, the other, the other series that, that was prominent for him in the early 2000s was Triple X. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yes. got rid of him in Triple X State of the Union mm-hmm. to bring an Ice Cube. I was like, what the fuck? Um, because it didn't make any sense. And then they brought him back. I didn't watch it in, in the return of Xander Cage or whatever, just because they realized how much they fucked up in that second film that they had to bring. Yeah. I love your cat, by the way. Hey, folks at home who's not watching this on YouTube, Laura's cat is watching us podcast together, and it's wonderful. He he does this all the time whenever I'm on the computer, especially when I stream. He just likes to sit here. He has a cat roost perfectly right next to my chair, but he boy. refuses to use it, and instead he just 
sits like, well, stands like this right in front of my mic and meows. I don't know if you can hear meowing, but he is constantly meowing at me whenever I'm not petting him because, as you can see, he just wants to be petted. <laughs> he is my geriatric 16 year old boy and he loves to be on the camera. <laughs> just wants to be loved. <laughs> oh, hey, that's the mid podcast plug to watch us on YouTube every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Um, but anyway, I mean, like, it, it's the same thing for that series and and also, you know, the Fast and the Furious films, which we're going to get to later mm-hmm. today as well. Like, there's it, it sucked when Paul Walker died. And I do think that the movies took a hit because of it. But they still tried to keep the quality up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, did, I highly disagree with you saying that about Paul Walker because I feel like they took his death and they were like, we're going to weave it in and we're going to make money because of it and everything will be okay. And since then, it's just been like pretty ambiguous whether or not he's actually dead in the universe or not. But that has to be answered at the beginning of this movie because his wife's going to be in it. So that'll be interesting. Um, but it's just, I mean, I mean, are we going to be playing catch the ghost in this movie? And by the time we catch him, he's dead. Like, Aww. how are they going to, how are they going to play that? I, is it, is it bad? bad? Just lay it into it too while we're at it. <laughs> is it bad to kill off a character that, you know, I mean, like, it would be really bad if they kill him off in a car crash. Better, better <sighs> get mean, shot or something. But it's, but it's wait, fast. wait, wait. But uh, wouldn't it make more sense to kill him off in the car crash to honor what he was trying to do in the first place when he was actually in that car crash? You mean his own stunts? I mean, that too. But wasn't he trying to uh, do a charity or something? He was going to the charity? I think so. The, and he died in the car crash going to it? I don't Something like I don't that. I just know that he, I think he was prepping to do a stunt, like with the stunt driver to kind of like get a feel for it. And then it, he just hit the pole. And it's, again, it sucks to say. And I, I really enjoyed the films that I watched him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, we all say that, like, our, our favorite actors died too soon. You know, we're, we're going to say it about Heath Ledger, um, now Paul Walker. There, there's so many others. And like, I mean, we'll say it about Morgan Freeman, even though he is. <laughs> even though he's, like, 97 at this point. We'll be like, he died too young. <laughs> Eddie White, you know. He's, just... he's actually an elf somehow, and he's actually going to live to be, like, 600 and, like, just keep making film for the next half a century. It's just like... Morgan Freeman died at the ripe young age of 473. He crawled through a river of shit 200 yards long, and I remember thinking that that was the longest thing I'd ever imagined. That was the length of two football fields. (laughs) And I don't think I could imagine that. Or maybe I just didn't want to. Now you sound like you're narrating for uh, Forrest Gump over here. Um, Shawshank Redemption, but close. <laughs> my, <laughs> my absolute favorite film. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's bring this way back because we I got us off from Riddick and just started talking about other things. I did not mean to do that. I mean, um, it was it a works. good segue from Riddick. It was a pretty solid segue, but I feel like we didn't even like scratch the itch that was Riddick. So, you know, I like, mean, that itch will always be there. Your thoughts. 
Um, well, I love Vin Diesel. Uh, there's, there's, there's very much something there about his his voice. I love his voice. Um, but uh, no, like, like the Riddick Chronicles, like all of his movies um, for that entire series um, was on Sci-Fi, like the old classic Sci-Fi uh, mm. channel when I was younger. Uh, and those are like my favorite films. And I remember like when I was younger, like, so my, I grew up in a very strict household with a very strict father <laughs> who uh, would not let my brother and I watch majority of the uh, things that would come on sci-fi. But my father actually really liked the Riddick um, Chronicle movies and would actually like let us watch those. So that was a really real treat for me. Um, and I was always terrified of the dark because of the uh, creatures that would- Oh, from Pitch uh, Black? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. That again, that was one that came out, what, 99, I think it was. So, like, yep. I was like yeah. five. I was, I think, nine. And holy shit, did that movie scare me? It terrified me. Um, and even to this day, I was watching like a thousand. There we go. 2000. Okay. I was six. <laughs> um, well, so, well, I am a baby. Uh, but with those movies, like even now today with BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed did a video where they were going through and doing some of the scariest aliens in films. Mm-hmm. And Riddick was one of the top ones with those creatures from Pitch Black. Uh, and I'm like, yep, <laughs> sounds about right. I love it, horror. I love sci-fi. One of the best endings, I think. Mm-hmm. Pitch Black was by far my favorite out of all of him's. I, I think that one is also my favorite just because of it's it was the introduction to him concept for the like in- how they were going to get themselves to that ship and it somehow kind of worked and and also didn't at the same time like I remember you know watching that film as a 10 year old and going oh the pilot lady's gonna live she's the main character da 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 and then the very last scene of her is her being dragged away by one of the aliens to just be like ripped apart and just go in holy shit no one's safe like game of thrones yeah Yeah, except for vinny d nobody's always safe he can't lose that is that is true i don't think he he has really died in many of his films no gosh thinking about it i don't think he does he contractually cannot die in his films saving private ryan Oh. oh, that's true. But that was yeah. before he was Vin, Vin Diesel. He was just, he was just <laughs> right. he a was random Vin side character. He was baby, yeah. baby Vin. He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't big yet. He didn't do. I think was it the Riddick films? weren't Wasn't that kind of like his very first? Like that was his big like what he came into. Yeah, I, um, I think the, so. The the first film I remember seeing him in was Saving Private Ryan. I remember yeah. Riddick. Mm-hmm. At some point in that area of time before Chronicles of Riddick was also Triple X. Triple X, yeah. Yes. And yeah. then Fast and Furious was 2001. Okay. Yeah. To put it into perspective, the first Fast and Furious film, they were stealing VCR still. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now they're like stopping space lasers in James Bond films. Oh, how, how the fuck old is Ben Diesel at this point? Oh, that's I think a good he's question. Like 55? He has to be in his 50s. I love that we're he's all like, like, on our phones, like trying to Google these things, like on the air. And we're like, I wonder. 
We we are all knowing. Um, we are doing phoning a friend, and the Maybe friend is our phone. Years old. He was born in 1967. He's 53 oh. fucking years old, and he's still supposed to be playing this like. Oh, I'm a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Can, can I you, just show you, you the him? greatest picture of Vin Diesel I just found? He looks so good. <laughs> He's like the with Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Is that that's his dad bod? Yeah, that's his dad bod. Yeah. Yes. Dad bods. <laughs> let's, let's take a moment to appreciate all dad bods out there. So I think we're in agreement. At least two of the four are are good films of them of his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have been I would have been happy with just Pitch Black, but it makes me happy that uh, Dark Fury and um, mm-hmm. Chronicles this. But like they didn't need to make it a franchise. They just decided to franchise it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. I think the reason that Chronicles doesn't bode well for me is I believe that one ended up being PG-13 after the R-rated film that was Pitch Black. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, we talked about this last week with Alien vs. Predator going from, you know, the R rating of the films down to the PG-13 and how much it suffered. I think that was another case where they were trying to appeal to this broader audience and do callbacks to pitch black with all the other people and uh oh god i can't think of the guy's name the the black like priest dude who ends up dying about midway through the the opening acts when the neck yeah. invade um you know all of that all wallet thank you i couldn't think of his name justin um do, do you just have that written down or did you pull that from the topic no i'm just really good at googling <laughs> oh, man, you see, we're we've been pulling our phones up while you've been gone, and like you can visually see our phones up, well, Justin, and like in we the words can't of see Kelly your phones. Since you've been gone, dot dot dot, <laughs> uh, we've swapped off of James Bond. We went to Riddick, and then we tangented over to Triple X, and then Fast and Furious, and then we came back to Triple to, to Riddick, and that's where we are now. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Paul Walker Paul Walker died, so we decided to just go back to Vin. All oh yeah. yeah. We yeah. did we did hit that that moment where we we're talking about his death and we we're like, well Justin yeah, we, we literally back. killed the mood. Justin, do you realize Vin Diesel is closer in age to our father than he is to us? Yeah. I I knew that. <laughs> I mean Vin Diesel he's, he's... is my father. Almost my father's age. He's like three, four years off. <laughs> oh, you, China. He's uh, fifty-three. He was born July eighteenth, nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, we already talked about that. God, <laughs> sorry. Just get your shit together, Justin. I was trying to get my son to calm down. Don't lie to us. You were having a cocktail. And what it must be like to have children and use them as an excuse for everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Having kids, getting an extra 300 bucks in stimulus money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if only that's all it was, right? Yeah. yeah. My cat's a child, right? Where's my $300? So, uh, where would you like to move us on to next? Um, well, we can. He's 49. Fuck. Who? Yeah. He's 49? The Rock Rainier is 49. Rock. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so so we, we kind of skipped past uh, Ip Man, Indiana Jones, and John Wick. Do we want to well, cover one of those? If, if I'm honest, I didn't remember the list, and I didn't see it in the chat until about three minutes ago when, before you okay. came back. There's a chat? Okay. Has anyone but me watched, like, a majority of the Ip Man movies? I've watched, like, two of them, so the that's why I didn't know if we wanted to cover Ip Man. I've watched none. Yeah. Um, yeah. I highly recommend them if you're ever in the mood for very good kung fu. Uh, huh. I just did that with all yes. the Mortal Kombat movies, which is not on the list, and I'm sad. <laughs> not on the list this week. Oh. Right. oh. <laughs> the, do they go with the horror that we're going to yeah. do next week? Is Hang that just hey, how Justin. bad they are? Yep. Just, just before we totally move on, we, we, we came up, there's four... Riddick-based movies being Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, Dark Fury, which was more of like an animated CGI-type film. Yep. And uh, and then the new 2013 one. Of those four, how many are good? Um, three. In my opinion. And you're okay. Okay. Yeah, in my opinion, three. We're, Is we're the bad one, one the last one? Uh, I don't like Dark Fury, two, but that, uh, that's just my own thing. You don't like Dark Fury? Is uh, it the animation? Yeah, it's the animation style. I just... Mm. Oh, I we don't have a weeb here amongst us. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, speaking of weebs, Final Fantasy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no. I've also never played a Final Fantasy game in my life. Oh, and oh my God. Kitty ear headphones, and you're calling people a weeb, and you're going, ew, <laughs> yeah, um yeah final fantasy game <laughs> so there's there's so it man uh there's quite a few of those i've only seen two of them and there's a new one that just came out in 2019 um so yeah i need to catch up on those uh what about indiana jones that's Wait, that's on. one that i wanted to touch on at least a light that's a good lightly. topic i mean if we do indiana jones could we also do laura croft Ooh. okay that's fine that, yeah. That's that's one of those that I didn't add on that that I knew that we were probably gonna like get touch to touch base on. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't um, mind going to touch base on that one. I yeah yeah. I think we can all agree. I that agree. There's, there's was it two or three Angelina Jolie films in the Laura two. Croft? There's yeah. two. Two two. Okay, but there's three films. Yes. yes. Because they re- rebooted the franchise the same way that they rebooted the video game franchise. Yes. Right. Is what happened. And the movie came out about the same time as the newest game. Yep. Yes. And who was the actress that they tried to base her off of in that one? Oh, not as good as Laura. Um, um, with what's her face? Transformers, right? Uh, no, it was, it was not Megan Fox. It was not Megan Fox. No, Alicia, no. Alicia Vikander. Is the actress that plays Laura Croft, and they they base the video game one off of the movie one. Okay, basically. Where whereas I think the the Angie Jolie ones ended up becoming the reverse, where they happened to start building a character, and they made her have triangle boobies, and they're like, you know what? She looks well, okay. like Jolie. Let's to make be fair. Cover now. To be fair, the Tomb Raider games ended because they came out with one that was so abhorrently bad that they turned around. And they said, "We cannot release any more of these games because they spent so much fucking money on Dark Angel, and when it came out, it crashed like a fucking train wreck." 
and they lost so much money off that game that they were like, we're stepping off of Tomb Raider games. And the only reason they re-released, they, they did the newest one, is because it was a completely different game style with a completely different character and like a different kind of like mindset. So they decided to go that way and it did really well. It's a really good game. I've played all the way through the first, I think there's two of them out now. Um, but I played all the way through the first one. It's very good. It has like those reactionary button press, like you need to like do things in time or die kind of things. I hate quick action God games. Of War. Quick, well, it's not all quick, quick action. It has uh, quick action segments. Um, so trying to get better with action. it by daylight. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> as quick action segments, uh, but it's an action game. So there's shooting bows and arrows and puzzles to solve and all that kind of stuff. So like like the classic Tomb Raider stuff, but brought into a new generation. So it's a good game. Like I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the film wasn't bad. I, I can't say I didn't enjoy the film. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I I mean it's the the new film. I just. I feel the same way about the new video games as I do about the new films. And that is being a hipster and going, that's not my Tomb Raider. I swear to God. You want the, tri- you want the, you want the triangle boobies back. Yes. <laughs> exactly. If it's, one thing, <laughs> if it's one thing that we've learned from Devin, it's Ryan likes triangle boobies. I yeah, mean, okay. hey, you would really have liked back in like the 50s. Where uh, <laughs> the bullet bras, where the bras were very pointy and triangular. I mean, we could Bring also it back. go it back to Power time. Rangers. <laughs> Wait, oh, Devin's not- Power Rangers. We could go back to Rita. If Devin's watching this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I didn't hear any noises coming from the other room, so it's fine. I think. Okay. <laughs> um, Sorry, Devin. Yeah. Tomorrow and find out that Ryan was murdered. We'll just assume it was Devin, right? <laughs> he was stabbed with triangle boobies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna have to tell her about that now, so she can go strangle you instead of me. Oh, yeah. um, so she cleans things very well. They won't find your body. <laughs> oh my. Um, very so <laughs> the I, I think it's the same thing as James Bond for me, where it's like the new games and the new movie is way too serious. Whereas mm-hmm. like the old games are like, oh, you're in a tomb. Oh, shit. Wait, there's like Egyptians still around inside the tomb and like crazy animals. Oh, is there dinosaurs down here? There's fucking dinosaurs down here. Yep. Well, um, to be honest, it's just serious. No, the well, yes, the new game is very serious. But the new, I was gonna say, yeah. the new game does have tombs. The new game, you yeah. are in like tombs and caves and shit in the new game. So, wow. yeah, the bar was so low to make a Tomb Raider game. That we no, had. yeah, you're Not right. There. You're right. We added tombs, <laughs> guys. Not with does, tombs. Does a cemetery count as a tomb? No, no. The cemetery is a cemetery. No. I think well, that again, that's one reason Dark Angel crashed and got so bad too because dark angel it went from being set in like tombs and actually tomb raiding shit and then all of a sudden they they turn around and they say hey look what splinter cell is doing we're gonna we're gonna do that we're gonna take Lara croft that way and if you remember correctly it was set in like paris and like yeah, you, you yeah. did like the tomb shit but you didn't I mean, like buildings there's like, like catacombs in paris yeah yeah but it was i, I don't know it, the fans if did not like it they were in catacombs <laughs> I, I will say that I think the reason that the Angelina Jolie films are so much better in it's my eyes 
is because they actually tried to do some of that kooky shit. Yep. Um, the triangle of fate. Can you can you define kooky shit? Yeah, I was about to. Um, oh, I believe okay. it was the first one. Don't quote me. I don't remember which one was which. But um, they actually fought like those magical stone monsters, and then she used yep. a pendulum battering ram to destroy the big big yes. monsters. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shit like that is why I liked that series, and they actually like built the training robot for her to fight and yeah. uh you know all that other um she uses a air compression gun and shoots like uh fucking uh screwdrivers at people and pins them to the wall which was a hilariously like over the top like yep. series of scenes when they break uh, into the garage right when she's downstairs yeah, in the garage they break into the house like aerials from like the silk ropes on the top like in her like main yeah. foyer and all that um, you know, and then in the second one, it's so that one is even more over the top because they literally just find Pandora's box <laughs> and they have Gerard Butler in there and just like, I'm oh. gonna open it. And then, yeah. like, they tease like she's about to open it at the end, and then she's like, No, and then just like lets it sink away. And it's like, You dumb, dumb, dumb <laughs> asshole. Like, <laughs> you could have ruined the world for us. <laughs> okay, let's switch over to what about Indiana Jones? I, there's uh, good um, films and one shitty one. I do I, I like, like. I'm sorry. Go on. I do like that they, you know, did the Indiana Jones films and then they went back, you know, and they made one of the more recent ones and they used the same. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, um, Harrison Ford or Shia, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Not Shia. LaBeouf. Um, in the woods. Running for your no. life from Shia LaBeouf. In He's the woods. a knife Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> um, when they used Harrison Ford and like yeah. they actually brought him back in. Like I I like that. I like when they like remake or do a newer movie from a franchise and they bring in one of the older actors. Even if the movie's not as great, I'm like, oh, hey, it's you, but you're older. The nice callbacks. <laughs> they did have nice callbacks in that film. Like, um, again, I'm blanking on her name now, but the 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 good woman from um, Last Crusade ended up being yeah. Shia LaBeouf's mother. Yeah, but but one of the biggest issues with that movie was the fact that they they just used her as like a plot point instead of because they they like teased and they were like, oh, we're gonna bring her back, and then they just used her as a fucking plot point. Plot point. She's in the movie. She's in the movie. She's in the second bait. half of the movie as bait. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Laura. She, she's in it as bait. She's in it as a plot point. She's not in she's it as like, like an actual character. It's yeah, she's like a placeholder. Like uh, that, yeah. But the 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 villain woman is so forgettable in yep. that film. Like um, I got, I'm blanking on her name again. But in in Last Crusade, and I am gonna keep bringing this one up because it's my. I love that one so much for how just yep. again that one's outlandish too. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Nazi woman whose name I'm blanking on, oh. and when <laughs> when she reveals herself, like you actually feel like that little sense of dread, like you don't really notice it. Um, and again, there's just so many great scenes, like the the Templar knight in like guarding the the chalices of mm-hmm. God. Um, or the scene in the library when he finds all the different Roman numerals is like the signs. And there's the guy like stamping books <laughs> and, 
and he grabs like I think it was uh, just like um like one of those velvet rope holders, and he smashes yep. down at the same time he stamps the book, and he's just like, yep. "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, it's that that campy comedy that you don't really yeah. get in in movies nowadays. It's it's kind of like um, I always felt it was uh, that Monty Python effect. It was like the they always wanted I to do that. kind of like that that comedy and like in put that into the movies somewhere. Um, that it just got a lot of those older movies have that kind of comedy, and it's it, I don't know, it's funnier than some of the newer stuff you know and i i mean i i will shit on the fourth film as often as i can because i don't i don't have any fond memories of it you know seeing no. my dad at the strand and seymour or, or what have you but i also remember not loving temple of doom un, again until i went back at it as an adult and trying to watch yeah. it well yeah and, temple of doom has way has a lot more um horror aspects to it and I yeah, think oh, it's, yeah. it's harder to to like. And I, I mean, I'm also like I'm a slut for tanks and German fighting and all that shit. So like, you know, I, I that's why I love the first and the third one so much. But you watch that second one and there's a lot of really good memorable scenes, like when he rips the heart out and he's just like, Kalima. <laughs> oh, Justin, just so you know, uh, what you another thing you missed earlier was I did a really decent Morgan Freeman impression. So oh, you can okay, that's great. That for a ringtone later, that'd be. Yeah, that's know. fine. I mean, I, it's it was recording, so I'll get it. Yeah, it'll be I, there. What is it? I I believe uh, so. My personal my personal opinion <laughs> is he should have uh, he should have said the franchise should have stayed dead. It should have never come back. Yeah, no reason. We're working on another new one right now. Yep. How? He's That's like eighty fucking years old. Is he? What is, is the storyline? Is he? Is really Google movie? it? I'm googling it. <laughs> is the treasure <laughs> going to be Panny? Star Wars came out, and uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones came out like a couple years later. So yeah, he's very old. Yeah. He's seventy-eight years old. He's yeah, old. that's pretty damn close. Damn, he looks good though. Right? He's eight years old. Like, okay. Get Indiana Jones searches for his blue pills. Yeah. I like how when you look him up, by the way, that all of the the movies like that you see him in, the uh the ones that they first show you are literally like all of the Indiana Jones movies and then Blade Runner. There you go. <laughs> and fuck Star Wars. It, it, if Star Wars isn't even it, Star Wars is like further in you gotta yeah. really go into like star wars <laughs> um, which is crazy because he was like a carpenter before that movie so yep. um yeah that's insane but yeah so you're, you're right the the last indiana jones movie um they are working on a fifth but the last indiana jones movie was just insane levels of craziness bullshit that just god in, uh shia labeouf is his really annoying son it's just bad. And then I'm your stupid son. He's brandishing a knife. It's your dumb son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he plays a greaser and he just plays like one of the worst interpretations of a greaser I've ever seen in any kind of film or TV. It's just it's almost like if there was greasers nowadays, I'd be offended. Yeah. Like that's how bad it was. Run, pony boy, run. Yeah. And then there's, I don't know if any of you have ever seen it, but there's the adventures of young Indiana Jones. I saw there was like 20 episodes yeah. of it. Yeah. There's like a TV show at one point. I vaguely yep. remembered that. And I, I remember so many books. When is that from? 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's called like the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I'm curious. What do you think the the actual plot of this new Indiana Jones is? Is it going to be his grandson? Do you think? Do you think it's going to be him teaching his grandson or something like that? Him, him having? Does he have to go back to the chalice? Back in my day. Back in my day. Back in my day, I fought Nazis. I back fought in my Nazis. day, I had to run away from ba- big old boulders. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. The Jones show only lasted like sixteen months. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like it started in March 4th, 1992, and, and went to July 24th, 24th the following year. 1993, yep. And that was before I was born. That might explain why I never watched it. Youngin. Wow. Am I the youngest one here? Yeah. Wait, yeah. how do we not have a trailer for this? It says that Indiana Jones is, was supposed to be in cinemas in 2019, and the date was shifted back to July 10th, 2020, and now it's back again to July 9th, 2021. How do we not have a fucking trailer? Um, they're just gonna <laughs> blame it on COVID. There was, I bet, I bet they put it. They were about to put it on a plane to ship it somewhere, and and there was some line line behind was it. Like, Harrison Ford was like, fuck it, I'm driving the plane. Huh? I was doing the Indiana Jones joke where they have the plane go over the map and it's just a red line everywhere they go. The current date for the release of this is July 29th, 2022. Even better, it was placed on a ship and it got stuck in the Panama Canal. They're they're literally literally shooting this movie over again. That's like yeah. that's the only thing that I can think of of why they're like what the fuck that's why we don't have a trailer and why it's been pushed back so much. They have yeah, to shoot it all over. Even part of it? Yeah, he's part of it, and uh, what's his name is is the producer on it. Harrison Ford? No, 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 no. Um, Spielberg. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, interesting. Yeah, maybe we'll get a trailer at some point. Maybe. And then you guys, when the movie comes out, you got to do a recap. Oh, yeah. Oh, we no, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. We'll it is. Yeah. You already know it's going to be a bad movie. It's it's 100% guaranteed going to be a bad movie. It doesn't you're gonna, matter. You're going to watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you have to watch <laughs> bad movies. That's the best way to enjoy movies is to watch Watching them. the bad movies. And you got to get a group together so you're all talking during it and like... Unfortunately, COVID. But you know, hey, uh, hey. I mean, we can we can do a share like a like a watch together. So many year three K. This yeah, Miss <laughs> yes, Miss Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure there's a way to do that through Zoom. But um, there, okay, there so so be. I want to move on to this one, the next one, which is uh, John Wick. Oh boy, I want um, to throw it over I there. Genuinely have the no poor dog for this film. I, and, my my only one is the dog. Yeah, I've I've only seen the first one, and I watched it on like basic ass cable television, so I didn't get the full effect of it. Um, I like that we spoiler alert people at home just so for for John Wick, the first one that came out what six years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that the the bad guy is fucking what's his face from the Iron Isles. I can't think of his goddamn name, but yep. Yep. Um, yeah. 
because I hated him in, in Game of Thrones so much that I got to watch him <laughs> die a second time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who? Um, I'm sure Theon. if I watch. He's Theon? Oh my yeah, god. The guy who plays Theon Greyjoy is the is the, the guy who like gets who like murders his dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So long since I watched him it. Up, and then he just comes after him. Um the whole scene of Theon's father explaining who Baba Yaga is, one of the most amazing scenes in all that, I was just about to talk about that because that scene is better than any of the action scenes in the whole fucking movie. That scene makes the movie. That that scene like pulls you into who John is, what's going on in this world, and like in one scene, it both like encapsulates the what kind of movie it's going to be because that's like right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, because that is such a perfect fucking scene. That, that scene starts. Scene. Doesn't that scene start where he gets a phone call and he's like, he's like, oh, what, what did my son do? And he's like, he stole, yeah. he stole John Wick's car, and he goes, oh, yeah. and he just hangs up the phone. Yeah, no, he he called <laughs> yes. Called, John Leguizamo, I think, plays the perfect character in this film, too. Yeah. Because uh, he calls him up, or uh, the uh, the guy, the, the godfather guy, calls John Leguizamo and goes, I heard you struck my son. He goes, yeah, I did. Do <laughs> you want to tell me why? Yeah, because your son um, stole John Wick's car. He just goes, I see. <laughs> and he names up on him. And like, bitch slaps his son. Like, you're a fucking moron. You you just ended our family. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's- and then and then there's just like an hour and a half of pure fucking the most pure action in a movie ever well, filmed. And it's it's all practical effects. And the yeah. amazing thing is is if you ever want to, I waste some time and watch videos of Keanu Reeves doing some cool shit. You have oh, yeah. to watch the training he went through for John Wick and, and all of the John Wicks because he's just continued training because that's just the kind of actor and the kind of person he is. Yep. But the the actual hands-on weapons training that he went through for those he, movies yeah, is just insane. Like at the range, like learning how to fire weapons in all like ways and yeah. like proper hand movements, which is, it's not something that a lot of movies can claim. Like there's so many times where like you're you're watching a film and they've got their finger on the trigger and around it like ready to go and they're like right behind a person. It's like you dumbass, yeah. like you're gonna shoot your buddy. Yeah. But like you watch like his films and I even think to a lesser degree, I don't know if he was like full into it at the time, but I think he did some of that in The Matrix. Yes. Well, he did kung fu training. He did. Yep. He fully took took like it very seriously when he was learning that in the matrix what um, i'm hearing is if you want to lose weight or learn how to do a special skill you join, go into a movie join a john wick film yes you yeah, yeah that about right so, or technically or technically you get you get into a movie with fucking um short set short guy oh fuck why can't i think of guy i'm cruise Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom, Cruise. Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise makes you do everything yourself. Tom Cruise yeah. is not not a stunt. He does the only time a stunt person makes Tom Cruise do anything or has to do anything is when his insurance company literally turns around and says, "We will drop you if you do this fucking stunt yourself." Yep. And that's it. That's but the see, only time he allows. But no, but no, that's why Tom Cruise be- became a 
producer on all of his movies since right. since like Mission Impossible Three because he if he becomes a producer he just goes well fuck it we're gonna pay for better insurance so I can do my own stunts <laughs> fuck you I'm the producer motherfucker and that's what he did on um, in order the whole reason why they're finally making this brand new um top he learned how to fly yeah they're he did literally yeah the whole reason why they he didn't make a top gun too back in the day was because he was like if you want me to do a second top gun i am gonna fly the plane and they went fuck you tom cruise you're not doing that shit you're kind of famous you're kind of famous but we're not gonna do that nowadays they were like Tom Cruise, you want to go fly some a fucking fighter jet? And Tom Cruise is like, "Fuck yeah, I can! I'm a god, so fuck it, let's do this shit." Um, okay, so just a uh, really quick aside: it's not a franchise. I wish it was a franchise, but uh, one of my favorite action movies of all time, and one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies of all time, is Night and Day. If you haven't seen it, yeah. watch it. It's a yeah. fucking it's a awesome one. movie. I love that movie so much. Um, well, but. So Justin, I actually had a series I was hoping we could get into, but I wanna, I wanna. Lord of the Rings. Oh, well, no, we've already done that. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to finish up on John Wick because we've only talked about like the first thirty-five minutes of the first film. Sure. <laughs> so if you guys want to bang out the last two films while I disappear for a moment, I will be right back. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, um, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Ray. The, the last two films, I, I enjoy every single film, yeah. uh, personally. I mean, technically, uh, I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. The second and third films? The second and third one, I still have yet to see. How have you not seen John Wick 2 and 3? They're fucking... Did you like the first one? I loved it. Then you'll love the se- the second two. It's the same shit. Yeah. The, yeah. The third movie... He basically fires a horse like a gun and kills people with a horse. <laughs> it's a lot of animal death. So, no, so the third movie, This is there's no spoilers. This is just spoiling him killing people. So you I feel like a majority of this movie. So this is what happens. Yeah. People are running, are running after him. Um, and he runs into the horse stables for the NYPD, right? And he goes and he runs up past the horse and then people start running past the horse on the other side and he starts smacking the horse and the horse decap- basically kills a guy by decapitation. And he, the horse he like fires a horse like a gun. So the horse yeets every time he smacks yes. it on the bum. Yeah, he <laughs> fires the horse. Um, plus, they are making a prequel TV series uh, called The uh, Continental um, yeah. about the world of The Continental. It's going to be really? a TV series, I think, on HBO, if I'm not wrong. Um, it's either on HBO or Amazon. Those are the two, you know, the two that do those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I love the series because... They have they haven't really jumped the shark at all. They're just adding onto this very interesting world that makes sense in a lot of ways. Um, and I, I'm I'm excited for it to continue. Like I I could see like 
John Wick's continuing and like it's turning into a franchise where there's multiple people playing the main character. Like it just goes to a different assassin who's the main character or something like that. And right. they already made basically a, a film that's basically the same storyline with nobody. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but from everything I hear, it's basically John Wick with uh, the guy who plays Saul. Um, so, I mean, like, it's obviously a very good thing. I, I, I just hope that the franchise continues because I fucking love it. Um, it's going to be on Stars, which means okay. that it's going to be something I'm going to have to download, but uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> find a, in di- a different place. Yeah, I uh, do not have Stars. I do not download. I am not currently downloading all three John Wick movies. <laughs> 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 Do you say that? But really, it's like I, I mean, it's in the audio. He said he didn't do it. No, I, 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 I know that. But I, in the background, what you're really going is do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Yar, har, dar. Thank you for the longer version of that because I only have a short version of that as a soundbite. Do what you pirate is free. You are. <laughs> Thanks, John. Uh, okay, so let's move on to uh, Born. Oh, wait, what okay. was the other one we were just talking about too that we were we wanted to get in on because we just talked about John Wick and then we were branching off into uh, Mission Impossible before we go. Yes, any- okay, Mission Impossible. That's on my list as well. Because so, so we, we have about like twenty minutes left, so let's let's okay. uh, like quick fire some. Let's let's get Born all together then. That's that's okay. totally fine. That's fine. I don't have enough to talk about it. But Mission. I Impossible- like the Born films. I like all of the Born films except for the one that doesn't have um, Damon. Matt Damon. Yes. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, they also did a TV <laughs> series, which I think was fairly fine. I don't remember exactly if that's a true thing or not, or if that it's was. A- I didn't watch it. I but watched it. It was it was okay. I I don't have anything terrible to say about uh, the the Born series. I'll say that I enjoy that. What's his face? The original or the second Incredible Hulk was in it, but. That's that. Edward Norton. There we go. Okay, so um, if we're going in line, let's do Fast and the Furious really quick first, um, and then we'll do Mission Impossible. I mean, we or do, do you want to do Mission Furious. Impossible because that that connects to Tom Cruise, and then we'll let's, do Fast and Furious. Yeah, let's do the let's yeah. do some Tom Cruise because I think the, the earlier we, I, I want to bring this up way earlier, but the reason I don't like the first Mission Impossible film is the same reason that I don't like the like the Daniel Craig James Bond films because it's literally so rooted in like real life and you know it's it, it's a generic spy film right that it's just like it's it's a slog to get through and then as the movies get more and more it gets bloodier and bloodier and shootier and shootier and yeah and more wow, ridiculous and stunts like, and let's shit blow up the kremlin let's make yeah. tom cruise hold on to an airplane while we fly away with it which was practically done and tom cruise did it like yes you know, i'm gonna let you finish i'm gonna let you finish but the first mission impossible is the best mission impossible of all no time. i'm not absolutely not i'm not not the best one i am merely saying that as they get further on and they get progressively more weird they get more fun like they yeah. you know in in uh 
they do that weird shit with the masks and they finally explain how they do that. They uh, they have what's his face inject himself with uh, you know with a virus to smuggle it across. And this is in the second one. Uh, they have Limp Biscuit be the fucking theme song. Like, okay, so, so that's the thing. It's okay. So the first one, the first one, the idea with the first one, and the first one's amazing, Ryan. Um, I don't yeah. want to say it's the best one, maybe, but I don't think so. I think um, you had said that Fallout was the best, and I think, I love Fallout. Fallout's my favorite, and I do think I agree with you. I think for that, um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I definitely enjoyed Fallout a lot, and I think Ghost Protocol I also really enjoyed too. But right, so so this this is what it is. okay. So the first one was an action mystery. Like that, that was kind of like no, action it was a spy heist mystery. movie. It's a fucking heist <laughs> okay. movie. No, it, yes, it, it's a, a heist movie, but there's a lot of like the mystery, like the spy mystery kind of shit in yeah. there. So the heist is the plot, but as far as the genre, it's it's an action spy it's a heist mystery, movie. Like, whatever. It's a spy heist I, movie. I can divide it. I see where Ryan's going with it, and the reason for that is. There was a TV show called Mission Impossible in like the late yeah. 60s, early 70s. There was like, I think 30 some odd episodes. Don't quote me on the number. And it's some of the best spy TV show ever. I'm willing to say that like, in it's almost better than some of the James Bond films. It's almost better than, um, you know, uh, Archer is not really a spy show. It's more of a comedy that happens to have. Yeah, yeah. it ran from 1966 but... to 1973, John. Yeah, and I wish I could remember the episode, but they're they're like that's a whole world that they then brought on. They they took that world with MI with the Impossible Missions Force, and they brought it to the big screen twenty some odd years later, and it it rolled and it did really well. Right. And then, like I said, you get two, which is more action-packed. You get three, which is even more action-packed. And then the other ones, I don't even know what number they're up to because they stopped saying one, two, and three, and then, and then they went to words, which are, yeah. you know, <laughs> them for the Roman Matter. numerals, but... Um, I don't like Roman numerals. I don't either. I don't know what the hell a V is. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they are, they are currently making number nine. Jeez. What the hell? Do you want to know how old Tom Cruise is right now, guys? Uh, uh, like 52? 60? 60, I think, right? He is 58. His birthday's in July. He's about to turn 59. Wow. Yeah. And they're uh, about they to make the nine with him. He's currently... So, so uh, take his... Take his I, I don't want to say anything about religion, just whatever, but take his religion aside, as far as an actor is concerned, he's one of the most like dedicated, amazing action movie actors. Um, you know the whole thing with the cruise line, right? How he turned around during COVID and they were like, You can't you can't shoot your movie unless you have a complete bubble to shoot your movie in. And he goes, Okay, I'm gonna buy an entire cruise liner and I'm gonna put all of my staff and all of the everyone onto the cruise liner. And there we go, there's my fucking bubble. Did it cost me like fifty million dollars? Eh, whatever. That's amazing. <laughs> Especially since his name is Tom Cruise and he's like we gonna he film on a so much money coming in from residuals though that he he could literally like he could weather a storm and not lose a dime, basically. Yeah. Right. Well, all uh, I know is that based on like his politics, like growing up, my brother and I weren't really like 
we didn't watch Tom Cruise movies much because my father did not watch movies that he did not agree with the politics of the actor. He would not watch their movies. So we would have to like sneak away and like watch these like movies from these actors that my father didn't like, like on our own time when he wasn't home because my father hated the politics of Tom Cruise. Okay, so I don't I remember like, what? what this is from, but the, the Cruise Cruise movie just reminded me of this <laughs> and I had to find it. Oh God. <laughs> Oh god! Two huge two dudes. <laughs> two cruise two huge nothing to lose. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I had to find that. Part of it is that it's Terry Crews, like just looking like Terry Crews, <laughs> and Tom Cruise just looking as though he was told he's not allowed to attach himself to an airplane on the outside and let it take off. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I was a little worried when the screen went black. I was I really finished. hoping it was gonna be like a porno. Like, no. <laughs> we had just, I just stopped talking about politics. Like, you know, like, oh, the politics of Tom Cruise and the screen went black. And I was like, wait, what am I allowed to talk Your about on YouTube? You <laughs> turn off the router. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's not unlikely. That could happen <laughs> at any point in time. I may or may not be living in my childhood home for now. Thank you, COVID. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was like worried that like I said something wrong that was supposed to be like, discussed on YouTube. Oh, no, no. no, 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 no. Justin was like, and... Listen, we've done some dumb shit on this podcast. You'll be fine. But then then John brought up fucking pornos, so I guess I'm good. So the reason I was saying... Which I wanted to bring up pornos earlier, and I was like, no, I can't. I can't behave. So the the reason I was saying (laughs) that, Rye, and because all the other ones past that, I mean, there's a lot of heist elements, but you're right, the first one has a very heisty, like, that's the plot. It's a heist movie. But if you take the two, if you take the like high octane action and like crazy stunts, and you also take like the mystery, like the the spy aspect of it, the Mission Impossible over the years has turned around. And they were like, okay, it's it's equal in the first one, and they're like the second one. They're like, let's take the action and move it up a little bit. Oh, the audience like that. Okay, let's let's do. Oh, they like. Okay, and. <laughs> like, <laughs> There was a YouTube video, <laughs> and I'm blanking on the name of it right now. I'll find it and I'll put it in the doobly doo below. Doobly um, doo. But they actually like they they show they they show every kill or every like yeah every death in the Mission Impossible films as it goes on, and they put the number in the like as it goes, just like they do for the Star Wars films. Like every time a ship blows up, they say like how many crew were on board, like a star destroyer, things like that. How many people do you think die in the first Mission Impossible film? A lot. 23 million. Not a lot. In in the first one, not a lot. Yeah, there's really not. All right, I'll say 23. To stick with it. I think it's three. I'm pretty sure it's three. Vibe. It's actually like six. Okay. I mean, yeah. And then the second one, they have like... Divide 23 by... Shootouts. And then in the third one, like, I think it was like 16 people die in the first five minutes alone. So, like, <laughs> it just progressively ramped up. And then we blow up the Kremlin with fucking Simon Pegg. But that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah. So. But, I mean, I mean, that's because the first movie is, like, actually a spy movie. Like, exactly. oh, if I was if I was a spy and I had to get something, I wouldn't want England to know I was there. How do you know people are there? Dead fucking bodies. 
oh, there's a spy here. Um, and it goes back to why I like Casino Royale and don't yeah. like any of the rest because Casino Royale to me feels like a spy film. And then yeah. after that, he goes, well, I got my gold skin for my AK-47 on Call of Duty. Let's go fucking. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and that's, and that's the, the films for me. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I just like Fallout. Fallout is my favorite. Um, I think Fallout was just the perfect blend of, of everything that Mission Impossible needed to be. Um, and Fallout was six, right? Or was it seven? Fallout was the latest one. Yep. Yeah, so it's seven. Fallout, right? yes. Eight. No, it was eight. Right? Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. No, and seven. There's, there's Whatever. Absolutely. So, there's absolutely no franchise that gets better as it gets older, especially the last franchise I want to talk about, Starship Troopers. I, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's let's skip Guys. to Fast and the Furious because it's 9:40, yeah. and yeah. then we'll do and Starship already, Troopers. I mean, we're already um, kind of glossed over Fast and Furious too, so we'll. Yeah. yeah. We already talked about Fast and Furious a little bit. If if we watch them in the actual order they sh- they should be watched, which is. Like one, two, four, five, I think six, Tokyo Drift, seven, eight, nine, and then Steve, at some you point, raise your hand. Shaw. Yeah, my phone's at one percent. Oh I no! Can't it, and I can't put it on the charger because I'm using the headphones. Hmm. Oh. So the minute I cut out is. Are you using an iPhone? Oh no. No, no, Samsung does the the same. Well, he he has the USB C headphones oh. instead of so. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I see. Yeah. It's like I was I like, know. what? Like, okay, so, that, that that's fine, Steve. Um, so I want to do this real quick though. Recommendation: yep. Dauntless, freaking great game. Okay. It's like Monster Hunter, just not Monster Hunter at the same time. I like it. And also, they play it too, right? It is free, uh-huh. and it's free yeah. on Epic yeah. Games. Yes, it is. Yeah. And on yeah. Switch. Yeah, it's on the Switch, too. I play it. So, <laughs> uh, go enjoy it. And I want to say like, kind of subscribe. Please get that in wherever you need to, because... <laughs> oh, damn, I was yeah. going to call Devin in from the other room to do it. She'll have to come uh, later. Steve's I mean, got it. I, I got it now, but because I'm going to be, like, disappearing, like, who knows when now? No, it is halfway. Oh, I thought we just lost the man. <laughs> No, it's been a pleasure. I wish I could say it was a good pleasure, but it's been a pleasure. I mean, it's always just a thing. (laughs) Good job. And there you go. Oh, wait. I'm still here. I just lowered my hand. Oh, when you you raise your hand, your thing, your fucking thing moves. Like the the video moves to like the top left corner. Yeah. Because it it, it wants to like make sure that it knows that you're like, look, this dude wants to talk. You switched Um, like locations. um, Yeah. So Fast and yeah. the Furious, great series. It gets dumb when they try to fight a tank with cars and I think the sixth one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the high water mark for that series was the fifth movie when they go to Brazil and they steal the safe from the, the police chief. The high water mark for that movie was the third movie, which is Tokyo Drift. And after that, it gets fucking ridiculous. I just love Vin Diesel. 
And I just like they bring Lucas Black in for about 15 seconds in like the sixth movie, and they're just like, all right, get fucked. And they just like go on their merry way. Yeah. Um, no, but Tokyo Drift's my favorite out of all of them. Um, I I am very much I have a hard time watching movies that try and make you uh believe that what they're doing can actually happen without like i okay so i like watching movies where ridiculous shit happens but for some reason the physics breaking in fast and furious movies bother the fuck out of me yeah i can't watch those movies without screaming at the screen that's not how that works (laughs) (laughs) and and i i get you there i mean i think the reason i like the first three is because those are the ones that are that actually are grounded in reality because you have the you know the first one which is just a it's a weirdly good film it had no right to be as good as it was um and if you go on youtube and watch vin wiki you can actually watch the story about how they got all their cars to like be in the films right um and uh like the first one super plausible Undercover cop meets some street racers, goes undercover, becomes friend with street racers, primo. Second one, disgraced cop, living on a houseboat, races for extra money, gets busted, forced to work for the police again, bring in Tyrese, I guess, whatever. The third one. <laughs> Earn that paycheck, Tyrese. <laughs> Thank you. The, the third one is the one that I, again, I think I've watched it the least because it's it's so awkwardly out of place without any of the characters that I know and recognize. Yeah, I I, I understand that. I, I just, you know. I don't know. I, as far as the story and everything, Tokyo Drift's the one that I watch the most um, mm. and I enjoy the most. I think it's, uh, except for maybe the first Fast and Furious movie, it's the one most based in reality. Oh yeah, the most, 100%. The one that I could see actually happening. Um, Han is also one of my favorite characters. So, I mean, you could take away, you could take the, uh, the high school hillbilly goes to Japan. Like you could take that character and give it to any actor. I really don't give a shit. Um, but I love Han. So this is a movie that introduced Han. I can't wait to see him in this new one, even though I know this new one's going to be just like all new levels of physics breaking bullshit. But did you see the magnet in the trailer that they just fucking yes entire yeah, yeah. like yeah. oh my I, fucking I, god I agree with you that I watched I literally I watched the trailer Ryan can tell you I watched the trailer and I, I was like that's not how fucking magnets work <laughs> <laughs> and then ICP was like magnets how the fuck do they work miracles miracles <laughs> yeah <laughs> miracles yeah exactly. But, um, you know, and that's why I say that the fifth movie is the high watermark, because after that is when it gets absolutely redonkulous. Yeah. You know, you have The Rock who uses his great pistol shit to, like, shoot a helicopter with a, a single round and blow it up. And, you know, uh, at some point they they jump out of the airplanes and all land right on the same road that makes no fucking sense. Like, yeah. I'm with you. I am so with you. Uh, no, the worst one. Okay, so the worst one. It's, it's the fact. No, no, no. I said, no, the uh, the connecting the to the plane thing, the airplane thing that John was talking about. The worst one is the fact that if you watch it, I think there's like five cars there, and yep. four of them go out one after the other. Yep. And then is it Tyrese? Tyrese is yeah, like Tyrese holding is back. Like, I ain't doing it. And they still like, pull the parachute, it. and he falls back out anyway, and lands you, like first somehow. Well, if you literally, yeah, if you literally count it. 
you, you're sitting there and he's having this conversation. You're like, you're like, okay, like 25 seconds has gone by. And then the parachute goes off and he gets sucked out of the airplane and he lands exactly where all the rest of them are. Yeah. And you're like, what? You do understand plane go this way and car like. I mean, what? if you think about it, if you think about it, he didn't land exactly where everyone else landed. He landed in more in the woods. <laughs> 25 seconds in an airplane that's going forward at any kind of speed to stay, afloat, Justin, like stay up Justin, in the air. Yeah, but if you remember in the sixth one, they had an airport runway that was literally 35 miles long. Yes, I know. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes um, sense. And that's why, you know, I keep harping on this. The fifth one is the high water mark because they do some dumb shit in that film. Like, you know, with the uh, with the safe where they drag with the two cars. But yeah. that's not so outlandish to not be to have to suspend my disbelief. I believe that two cars with as much torque and horsepower as they put in those vehicles have the possibility of doing that. I don't believe as in the most recent one that, you know, uh, the cars can just magically drive on ice perfectly and succeed in a, in a Lamborghini, car. a Lamborghini yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. like, no, no, no. The, That's the not meant for that. The scene from that, that, that made me mad was the one where he's under the water holding on with his arms to a car door that then gets yanked at like a hundred and something miles an hour. And he comes shooting out of the water, holding onto a door with his arms, getting yanked in one direction at like a hundred something miles an hour. Yeah. Motherfucker, your arms are broken. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's just strong. He's just right. strong. strong. He has a strong, strong hand. Like I, I do <laughs> just want to make this known. The absolute greatest line from the entire I'm going to call it 10 film series including Hobbs and Shaw is genocide schmenicide or whatever the fuck <laughs> fucking Idris Elba says like good for you earn that paycheck bud <laughs> you <Yeah>. deserve it <laughs> no he was a good bad guy that, that wasn't a bad movie if we, we I mean that is technically in the franchise so but that yeah. wasn't a bad I, movie I fucking um, love I wasn't Hobbs mad at Shaw. that movie yeah I, I wasn't mad at that movie Hobbs and was awesome it was yeah. so fucking good yeah, that was decent. That, it was more like a buddy cop film. Yeah. Or like a, uh, an angry buddy cop film. But anyway, let's can we move on to the last yeah, one so, just so we don't so, run out of time? I So I, I have five. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna uh name it and then you tell me how many good, how many bad. Just, sure. just okay. really quick. Uh okay. Rambo. Oh gosh. Three good. good. I I say two. Two good. Two good four. That last Four one movies. The last one was hot garbage, and then the third one where he fights the Mujahad or fights with the Mujahideen is awful. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well. We'll. Well. Harry Potter. Technically, action, magic, whatever. I, I mean, uh, I'm gonna say like there's three good films, and the rest is all filler. Yeah. Okay. If I take, I would it say they got better. They got better as they went along. The last three movies are the best movies. Okay. Uh. Taken. I mean, I think <laughs> I, I only like the first uh, film. The first really one. Like the first one. Yeah, the the first one's the best. You don't one. you don't like that you can echolocate with grenades, and that's something you should do in an ancient city. You don't like that? In the catacombs. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Underworld. Ooh. How many fucking Underworld movies are there? Okay, now I, I just five? need to. It's up really five, quick. Six. Five? I think there's five, and I believe they also had a TV series. 
I don't remember the TV series, or at least I didn't watch it. Yeah, okay, so there's five. Okay. Yes. I might be With a 6-1 in production. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, that was good. That's good thing. Um, the first one is the best one. The second one is weird. The third one is the prequel that I kind of like but also hate. Yeah. And I don't remember the last two at all. So I'm going to say two and a half out of five. Are yeah, good. so Underworld, Underworld Evolution, Rise of the Lycans, Awakening, Blood Wars, and then the next one just says Future. Future? Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So that's Underworld. Um, and then Rush Hour. Oh, um, I didn't. Two good right? movies. Two movies, two good movies. That's it. There's three movies. Three good right. movies. Two movies, two good movies. That's it. <laughs> I. Okay. And, and I now on to Starship Troopers. Well, wait, there, is there actually a third Rush Hour film? Yeah, there's three. Oh. I don't remember the third one, and that's a problem because I loved the first two. I thought they were fucking hysterical. Uh, well, as as my thing always says, they are on HBO Max. Go watch them there. Uh, apparently, oh. there's actually four, or there's a fourth. Oh, there's going to be a Rush Hour four. Oh, neat. So, summer 2022, there will be a Rush Hour four, but there are currently three. Let's talk on this for a quick moment because I think that Rush Hour had the same problem that Austin Powers did which is the first film, sleeper hit success, hilarious. Second film, riding the coattails of the first, did a lot of the same jokes. Third one, arguably the most forgettable, probably did a lot of the same jokes uh, or did some of the, did some similar jokes that not the same. So just not worth it. I, I think that's where I'm at. And if we were to do Austin Powers on this list as well, even though it's a comedy, I think it'd be about the same. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think three is the you. Uh, who are you? I'm you. No, I'm me. Who are you? I'm you. That that, that fucking joke. Yeah. With uh, Chris Tucker, right? Yeah, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, on to Starship Troopers. So you guys can do your little Starship Troopers thing, oh, and then we'll wrap up. Um, five minutes? Ryan, we, that's yeah. all we need. There's only two good Starship Troopers films yeah. and an entire good series. called. How Rock many yeah. total are there? Uh, one, two, three, invasion, and uh, the 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 one where they're on the the spaceship. So there's five movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the first one is one of the greatest movies ever made. The second one fucking sucks. The second one is Species in the Starship Troopers universe. Yeah. I've never seen any of these films. Oh, sweetie, we are watching some Netflix this weekend. <laughs> yes! <laughs> is the first one on Netflix? The first one is on Netflix, yeah. Oh, All right, yeah. I'm down. I'm um, down this. The second one is they're in a tower. They have all the uh, the aliens surrounding them, and uh, they there's a new alien that basically just takes people's mind over from the inside, like the fucking Species series. Like, that's that's it. Yeah. Right. Um, the third one is very religious, very gory, um, has some of the funniest deaths in it, and some of the weirdest new aliens, like that scorpion thing. Um, yeah. But largely forgettable and very religious at the end. Uh, the fourth one is the first one where they go to like the anime style. Yeah. Um, it follows just a squad of Marines that are tasked with going to rescue um carl aka neil patrick harris aka the nazi um <laughs> and that's when you find out that uh the telekinesis in his brain is real and he can actually control bugs now at the very end 
Um, and then the fifth one was Traitor of Mars, Ryan. Is that the name of it? Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure the fifth one's Traitor of Mars. Probably the second best of the whole series, and not including the actual TV series, but um, it's, again, it's back that animated style. Uh, Mars is now being invaded, and there's a whole, like, weird political thing to it where... I don't remember the whole concept, but it's like there's a person on Earth who just hates Mars and Martians and just says "fuck them" and lets them get invaded by Mar by uh, by the bugs. But they they introduce all the jetpacks and a lot of stuff from the actual book in that in that film. And it's good action, a lot of fun. Um, genuinely love the series as a whole. Um, again, is the is, even though I say there's only two good films, like the other ones you can watch. You're not gonna lose anything out of it if, except some time and just don't watch the second one that's all that's yeah all just don't watch nice. the second one the second one's dumb as fuck <laughs> yeah okay but, uh, and the third one's super campy but the first one is camp them right yep. it's it's just soap opera stars in space fighting bugs yep it's the best fucking thing and and i mean we could do a whole trio on just paul verhoeven himself you know who does uh um Oh God, I can't think of all his films, but he did uh, the one on Mars with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, uh, yeah. and RoboCop, and and you know this film here. And he does that. He he did these films in such a way that people didn't know that it was supposed to be sarcasm. And that's kind of the thing is like people see Neil Patrick Harris dressed as a Nazi and they think it's supposed to be a serious thing, when in reality, it, the whole film was satire. The whole thing, it was absolutely, again, I, I cannot stress enough how much I love like the series. And I mean, Ryan, I think you and I can agree that the best days in elementary school were when we had that 90 minute delay, because we could oh actually God. watch the whole episode of um, of Roughnecks, uh, the animated yeah. series. Uh, and, you know, they introduced, like, it, Again, folks at home, sorry that we were so out out of the way on this one, but the, the premise of this whole trio was to kind of like talk about the expanded universes of franchises. Um, and that was a series where we had a movie from 1996 or seven, I think it was, that was based on a book from the 50s. And then we got a whole animated series about it like four or five years later that just built upon that. And then the next movie came on and tried to build upon it a little more. And it, this is one of those series where it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And as much as I am sad that the characters themselves are growing old and are not able to do these films, maybe as justice anymore, I kind of like the animated style that they're going with. I think it works better in the medium of, of Starship Troopers and everything like that in the universe and everything. It definitely works a lot better. I don't know how we still haven't gotten a good Starship Trooper video game. I have no idea. We're getting an RTS of it soon. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. Um, actually, that kind of makes me think is, uh, uh, why am I, uh, who, the actor who played Rico, Ryan? Uh, um, oh God. John, no. No, that's oh, his, that's, that's, his name is Johnny Rico. I can't think yeah. of his name right now. Oh God, I'm picturing his name, but I can't. I can't think of what it is. I don't know. Um, so, 
in in like the parody films that have come out, you know, like there's uh, the Starving Games or you know Fanboys I brought up last week. There's there's one based on Lord of the Rings where it's a, a clan who are playing Lord of the Rings online, and yeah. one of one of their uh, one of their allies is actually like the stepson of the guy who plays uh, Johnny Rico. Yeah. And they get there and they're so excited to meet this guy. He's like, you play Lord of the Rings online with us. He's like, no, the fuck I don't. You want to talk to my nerd ass stepson? (laughs) And it's just like, it's the most amazing thing because he's led his whole life as Johnny Rico. And in this film, he plays even more into it. It's so fun. I'll send you guys the link later and we'll see if we can put it on our Facebook page. There's, There's also, he was in the series done by Alan Tudyk of basically Alan Tudyk playing himself in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um, and he was in it he was in it as um, a bartender and the joke was he was always the bartender at every single con and it was because he couldn't pay that he could he didn't actually make money from going to the con or something like that so he had to be a bartender or something <laughs> It was actually pretty great. Uh, Casper Van nice. Dien, by the way. Casper Van Dien, there you go. Could, I'm sad that I couldn't think of his name, but... Yeah. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, it is recommendation time. Okay, uh, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, Laura, mm-hmm. you've never done this before, so we'll have you go fourth. And we're going to save the best for last with you on this one. But I am going to recommend our guests uh, right away. Uh, If you (laughs) enjoy a good Twitch stream and you enjoy some fun, um, Laura streams a whole bunch of things, whether it's Seven Days to Die. I played Phasmophobia with her a few, maybe I think three months ago now. Um, She's absolutely hilarious. And if you do watch her on stream, please make sure that she drinks water by spending your froggy points on her. She hates me for it, right? <laughs> she's, she, what you don't see is the rage in her eyes, folks at home listening on Spotify. Um, <laughs> for 10,000 points, you as well as me can make her shotgun an entire bottle of water and just make her mad at you. Uh, they're called tackle points. I, I'm sorry. I thought they were froggy points. I didn't know you changed them. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Uh, as I drink my bottle of wine. I mean, that, that sounds like a John so. thing to do, though. Drink your water, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's I essentially mean, what happens? Otherwise, I, I got nothing. You know, beyond that, I'm just happy to be back with you guys and just enjoying the time together. And drink your water, bitch. Be a real shame if somebody requested you to drink uh take a sip of water hydrate hail hydrate will, i will be streaming after this oh yeah nice so. <laughs> um okay so i'm gonna go next uh there's a hey, game yeah. that i, I also enjoy scotch nice oh you switch from white wine to scotch I, I do a shot after every episode oh i'm not grabbing my vodka that's fine <laughs> i'll do it alone Sounded so sad. Um, there is there, there is a game that I grabbed uh, last year 
that I've had sitting on my Switch that I've never... It's not that I didn't know how to play it. It was just something I picked up, and it's a game that didn't really explain, like, how you play the levels. Um, it's called Mud Runner American Wild. Oh, dude, Mud Runner is so good. Yeah, and it's... it's So I picked it up. I started playing it. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is off-road stuff. And then I'm, like, playing these levels, and I'm like, okay, it never actually explains, like, how to how to like win a level or like how to do things so i would just like fuck around and then i got kind of not bored but like i put it down and i never picked it back up i just picked it up this week and i actually watched some like tutorial videos on how to do things like how to actually like beat a level or get points or unlock achievements so i've been doing that shit and it's some of that shit is fucking hard it's, like, it's kind of <laughs> like ryan and i playing fucking farm simulator 2019 like it's not supposed to be like a Alheim? What? Valheim? Oh, God. <laughs> it's not supposed yeah. to be like an easy game, but like once you get something and you get it really good, just like, yeah, I fucking did that. Yeah. Did that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really rewarding because especially when you're like, uh, you're like pulling this like th this load of logs and you're in like this back trail that it makes you go on and you're like winching from tree to tree to yep. try and get through all this fucking mud and you yep. deliver those logs and it goes delivered and you're just like you're like ah oh, fuck that was so good yep. <laughs> yeah it was um it reminds me of that off-road game that we used to play on the computer all the time right i don't fucking remember what what it was called off-road fury no, not off your fury. No. The one where it was literally the the car, like it was literally the trucks and shit, and you would get like the realistic oh, damage and stuff. Run. Yeah, run. Yes. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's me. Um, Mud Runner, American Wild, Snow Runner comes out on the Switch uh, on the 18th. So in like or seven now days. if you have a PC. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a game For I gotta get talk, now? If you want to play some Farm Sim 2019? Me and Ryan got you. <sighs> I don't have the I don't have the uh, the thing up still. I can it's, run a server. It's not that hard. I can we, we okay. can only do it for streams anyway. We've been planning this for years. Okay, years. Okay. We could just play uh, play Farm Simulator in the background. Wouldn't go be ahead, the first Ray. Time I've done that. All right. Um, so my recommendation this week is a podcast called Business Wars. Um, fucking awesome podcasts, even on a normal basis. Uh, they talk about the history between some of the biggest uh, companies in the world, duking it out over things like copyright issues and like just basically trying to survive. And they just finished a six episode uh, series on the vaccine wars that happened in the last year. Um, it is some of the most in-depth. They do like recreations within the podcast. There's six episodes that are all like around a half hour each. Um, it goes very in-depth into what happened from the moment the outbreak started to uh, the beginning of 2021 when the vaccines were released. And it is one of the most interesting stories that I've been wondering about for the past year. And it's it's one of those things that is going to be taught to kids from like now on. And it's it's a very interesting listen. So that's Business Wars the pod is the podcast and they have Vaccine Wars is a six episode run that they just finished. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend it. 
I like zombie stuff. <laughs> my uh, my Yankees just won. If anybody was wondering, nobody cares. It's not the Red Sox. <laughs> Did you ever put that? Uh, They're not your Yankees. It's a team of people that have nothing to do with you. Did, uh, did, did you ever put that Yankees banner I got you for Christmas up yet? Or, you know, I ordered it off Wish. Wish. You, you know, it took him like five months to get it. Well, no. So, all right, Laura, you don't know this, but we actually did a Wish-based gift uh, exchange. And I'll send that you the picture of what amazing. I got. Um, but Justin's present never, still has not arrived to my house. And I ordered it in fucking September. <laughs> Um, so what I did was the more the, the day before the show, I went to Savers and I just made a corrupted wish Christmas present. Like I got them salt and pepper shakers, but there was only like half of them in the box. <laughs> um, I got him I, something else. And then I also got him a uh, New York Yankees uh, baseball placard thing. But it was really just a Red Sox thing just to fuck with them. Because it I says be- Boston Red Sox fan. Yeah. Or I'm I, like, I am a Boston Red Sox fan or something like that. I'm like, you're a big old Yankees fan. I got this for you. Just as Boston Red Sox. He's like, fuck you, John. <laughs> I took white out and I put white out over the fan and I, I wrote hater. And it's, <laughs> it's in my uh, display case. And that's a German yeah. stuff about sports. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, okay, Laura, it's your turn. Yeah. So a video game, uh, anything you want. Or just Man. yourself going, ooh, ooh. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's see. So I play a lot of games as a streamer. Um, gosh, like, I guess the game that I currently would recommend, and it's because it's a game that isn't widely streamed or played, and that would be Don't Starve. Don't Starve is, is kind of funny since we were talking about, like, farming type games. Yeah. Um, Don't Starve is a very, like, simple, quiet game. You think that you're going to go in there for, like, a very peaceful time. You're just going to, like, pick flowers and berries with your friends and do some farming. But uh, then, like, on the 32nd or 33rd day, in, like, the beginning of winter, you get attacked by a giant uh, cyclops. And uh, your whole entire world is turned upside down. And then frog rain. You know, who knew? Um... It's a great game, mostly with friends. You can play it solo. Uh, it's not widely streamed. So if you want to get into streaming, uh, that is a great game to stream because not many people stream it. So when you play it and you stream it, you'll be on that first page, easy to see. And uh, <laughs> I really enjoy it, especially with my friends. If each person picks a role, then you're good. And I play it solo a lot of times. Highly recommend Abigail because you have a creepy little ghost sister that like kills things. And also, oh my God, there's a bunny. And a kitty. My kitties. No, my kitty. Oh yes. Oh, where's my cat? Like deserving me. Um, I will also tell you folks at home, if you do decide to follow uh, Laura on Twitch, do beg her to play more Phasmophobia and ask her to have me on it because I go very Buzzfeed when I play that game where I'm just like, what's up ghosts? It's me, ya boy. And then I call them like fuck faces and get them to attack me. Uh, all the while it just adds to the fun and the silliness and it's just way too much fun. Can't cannot wait to get back into that game, but it terrifies the fuck out of me. So, am am I hearing that we'll make it off here in a few minutes? You're gonna come play some basophobia with me. 
maybe I got to make sure that my shirt for Saturday fits because I'm a fat fuck now. <laughs> Ayo, just blame it on COVID. I said it is COVID's fault. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's the end. Um, make sure to like, uh, comment, and subscribe to our page. Hey, you... hey, Laura, can you tell the fans what to do at home? Oh, okay, there you go. Oh, hey, fans. Hello, all you new friends out there. If you could uh, like, subscribe, and follow, the link will be down in that area location. The dooly do, <laughs> as our good rib likes to say. Yeah. Uh, don't look at my nails. They're absolute trash. I'm getting them redone. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it's all right down there. Um, do the thing. It uh, it makes you semi-cool for listening to these <laughs> cool people that I only just met most of them. They're awesome. Um, oh. It's not the wine talking at all. I'm <laughs> 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 the scotch talking. <laughs> Uh, well, it was very cool meeting you too. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify or any other podcast platform later, uh, make sure to visit our YouTube page, watch some of the live versions because um, we do some kooky shit that you don't get the full effect of when you listen to us in an audio format. Um, and also check out on Tuesdays and uh, when we do our live shows so you can catch the episodes live instead of what, like a month later? when it finally comes out I, I in think, audio format. I think we've, we've, we've definitely busted it down. I mean, it used to be about six months out. Now we? I think we're down to about two and a half. We? We've busted it down? I helped we with jump? one episode. Yeah, you've helped I've with one I've done it all. <laughs> I am the genius behind <laughs> all fact, of their... In fact, Laura is our new oh, editor. Congrats, guys. Oh, okay. editor now. <laughs> I do uh, marketing uh, for a LARP uh, experience and... Uh, entertainment so you know i have nice. some some experience i will probably <laughs> fucking ruin it all don't make me do excel spreadsheets please no it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. john just busts my balls because i'm the one editing and, and posting it and i don't I do never it fast enough for him with all of uh, your giant plane crashing explosion scenes that you had playing behind <laughs> oh man we didn't even talk about godzilla <sighs> no we didn't okay oh, everyone say goodbye so we can go all live. Say night. Good night. Good night. Good night. It's always Bye, a everyone. pleasure. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.